Word on the streets, it's Bows and Beats. What's good, everybody, and welcome back. It's your girl, X, and joining us today, I have a content creator and food enthusiast, which is one of my favorite in the cannabis community. Let's welcome Cannabinista, a.k.a. Anna. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me. No problem. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm super excited to be here. Um, I'm super excited. We finally get to meet I in know. person. It's been I'm a long time coming. How many years? Like, I feel like... Since like the beginning of COVID, right? Yeah. Right? We've been online friends for, yes. for three years now. Yeah. yeah. You guys. <laughs> I'm going to call you a chef because you are a chef. Okay. She's a chef and she makes foods with CBD and THC. And before we get into it, I just want to let you guys know that we are going to do a recipe later. So stay tuned. Tell them what we're going to be making, Anna. Uh, we're going to make a cannabis infused coffee. Um, this is kind of like what I have like pretty much every morning, I would say. It's going to be oh. CBD based. Um, okay. So going to be nice and mellow. Good way to kind of like ease into your evening i know it's kind of like nighttime right now so coffee people might be like what the hell are you guys drinking coffee at like 6 p.m but well my followers know i love <laughs> coffee so i'm all here for it when you told me you were making a latte i was like mm, i yeah. can't wait because i've actually never tried an infused latte before okay You'll so like it. i'm like super excited for that i can't wait stay tuned so like i was saying I watched Anna grow from zero to like 10K followers and it was crazy because you did it in such a quick span of time. <laughs> like it was pretty, no, give yourself really? your Thank flowers. You. Thank you. <laughs> and it was nice to see because not only are you from Toronto, but like you're a woman doing that. Not a lot of women are like taking, you know, that lead into the cannabis role. So it's really nice to see that. I just want to say, you know, I'm proud of you. I like seeing that and I hope you continue to do what you're doing because you're really amazing at it. Thank you. Thank no you. I, I think it's really important that like more women show up online mm -hmm. and like even with cannabis, right? Like yes. it's very stigmatized. Like, you know, women are like, you know, supposed to be like not consume cannabis and things like that. So mm -hmm. I think it's like really, I just wanted to like be a face and show people, hey, like you can be like, you know, any race, any color, any yes. gender and identify as anything and like show yourself and be a cannabis consumer. And like that doesn't define who you are as an individual because like whoever consumes the plant like has like no effect on like who you are as a person, your yeah. personality, your success or anything like that. It's not a personality trait. Okay, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so my first question is, how did you get the name Cannabinista? Like where did that name come from? Yeah, um, I think I literally like was, it was during COVID. I was literally sitting on my couch. I like just took a big edible and I think I was just like, what's a cool name that I can think of? And like, I'm not someone who's creative. Like I really don't like I'm not really artsy. I don't really have a creative mind in a traditional sense. Yeah. Um, and then I think I literally was just like, OK, what can I combine cannabis with something at the ending? So I was like. Um, okay, how about cannabis plus fashionista? Because, like, I don't know. A fashionista is, like, someone who's, like, a purveyor or, like, an influencer of some, some yes. sort. So I just, like, put the words together, and I was like, this sounds good. It's and then the perfect. handle was available, too. <laughs> so that's also really important. I, like, was literally checking, like, what's still available on Instagram. Yes. So it just worked out. That's awesome. It did. It sounds so great. Like, so catchy. Cannabinista. Yeah, some people like some people say cannabarista, cannabinsta, oh and I'm just like cannabinsta. Yeah, someone has said cannabis insta before, and I'm like, why the <laughs> would I name myself cannabis insta? Like that is so Don't not creative. But and when you were coming up with the name, did you already know you were gonna do this, or were you still like kind of like thinking of the thought process? I was just like making videos at home for fun, honestly. Like it was okay. just out of boredom, like because of the pandemic. Like you like we were locked down for so long, like couldn't yeah. do anything, um, and I just started posting. And like back then. Um, hashtags for cannabis were allowed so this is before uh, they banned it God. so it was really easy yes. to actually connect with other people in Canada who also loved so weed true. yeah and that I think that really contributed to like me kind of like entering the space and like knowing people from like BC Quebec who also exactly. loved weed and like 
that was also kind of like the come up. It was like 20, oh, sorry, what year, did, what year did COVID happen? I can't remember. I know, right? It's like, what year are we in right now? But that was like one to two years, I believe, after legalization. So it was still very fresh and new. So it was kind of a really good time to enter. Yeah. And did you always like cooking or was this something you kind of picked up throughout the pandemic? No, I've always like I've always loved to cook um, ever since I was like young. Um, I think like during the pandemic, I definitely got to like refine my skills and like yes, try yeah. more recipes. I feel like everyone like, you know, made yeah. banana bread or <laughs> right? like, for, like something like that. So, um, yeah, I think like I continue to learn more about how to cook different foods and cuisines and things like that. But I've always loved cooking. Like That's it's awesome. just I just love. And food. how about when it comes to cannabis? Did you always consume that or was that something you recently got into as well? So I consume cannabis like I probably started when I was like in high school, like, you know, when you first try your first time and then you don't feel it and then you get like (laughs) super high all of a sudden. But um, and then kind of like into university, I would consume it more as like a way to unwind and relax after like, you know, exams, like Mm -hmm. just really stressful. I actually didn't consume for a period of time, kind of like in my early 20s and kind of got back to it pre pandemics and kind of just obviously pandemic, I would say definitely had me consuming more um, due to like anxiety and stresses. Um, But yeah, I would say like my journey like started kind of back in the day, but like I wasn't really aware of of like dosage or like I didn't really know what I was doing back then I guess you could say and, and when did you fine. realize you liked to cook with weed in it when did you realize that yeah um I I think the first time I like made edibles was like in high school like we like borrowed someone's kitchen and we just made like brownies <laughs> for like 420 just like, like classic cool parents yeah who has cool <laughs> parents exactly and it was just like classic teen stoner like story <laughs> Um, but the cooking with cannabis probably started like when I obviously like, moved out, like I could like have my own space to, yes. to cook. Um, so I was like before the pandemic. Um, and then kind of like my love for cooking with cannabis got stronger and stronger as I started to like almost like practice it more, mm-hmm. uh, almost like seeing like, oh, wow, I can make like anything literally in the world yeah. with cannabis and get high at the same time. Yeah. So. And now that it's become like a profession, you also have to do your research, right? You have to like know your facts and you find out things you never even knew. And it just like heightens your passion I don't know about you yeah. but also ever since I started Golden Beats I'm like found like this whole other love for weed that I'm like I didn't even know I had like I knew yeah. I loved it but I'm like wow like this is forever yeah, <laughs> like, it's yeah. so amazing and there's so many things people don't know about and I love that you're doing that I see on your reels and your content yeah. you're like actually you know being knowledgeable and you're giving out information that people need to know when they're consuming it you're not yeah. just like I'm getting high haha it's inedible like you're letting people know the facts yeah I think it's really important like especially when you're showing cannabis on these social platforms where obviously there's going to be children and, yeah. and stuff like that like it's important to come from an educational perspective because at the end of the day education is what's going to end stigmas right yes like if I was to go on, you know, social media and show myself getting like super high, like that's just going to amplify the stigma that we are are already fighting. Right. Mm-hmm. So by coming from a perspective that like, hey, like I'm trying to be educational, explain what THC CBDs is, explain how to dose mindfully, intentionally, explain how cannabinoids work. Right. Things like that. I think people kind of see that and they're like, oh, like this is like a, you know, like an intelligent conversation almost. And people exactly. almost kind of take a step back and they're like. Oh, I'm kind of like, maybe I shouldn't be so judgmental because it seems like this is very educational. Absolutely. Knowledge yeah. is power and it's for a yeah. reason, right? 100%. And speaking of knowledge is power, so were your parents always comfortable with you doing this or do they like still not know it to this day? <laughs> so they still don't know. I'm dead. Mine too. Yeah. Immigrants. My, it's, my it's parents are like super, no, I'm like, I'm, I'm wheezing my way in there. Yeah. It's not as bad as it used to be. Yeah. But they're still like... They don't see how it could be like a serious thing yet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think um, 
I think it's an immigrant thing, right? They yeah. don't it's like <laughs> different culture. Different culture and like they're back at home they're told that weed is bad, you know, you go yeah. to jail for and like a lot yeah. of Asian countries you go to jail for yeah. even just possessing, right? So it's definitely very stigmatized. Um but I think again education although i don't know that generation is hella stubborn i don't know, I know educating them is gonna it. work <laughs> but yeah it's definitely like a you just gotta like slowly inch a little bit you know yeah. give them like little cbd you know maybe a one milligram edible and they're yeah. like kind of loosen up and then you start to show them the world yeah. of cannabis i think the key is just like having these uncomfortable conversations yeah. like these conversations that people don't want to hear like yeah. we have to have these conversations especially now that it's legal like we have to talk about these things people are consuming a left right center and we have yeah. to know how to consume it properly and not make it worse of a look than it already looks like right yeah, exactly and so when you got into that did you realize like it was a different effect when you were cooking or are there like different steps is there like different ways of cooking it yeah i would say like with cooking with cannabis you do have to be very precise um there's been times where i've like kind of winged measurements of cannabis and that led to an edible being way too strong oh no um uh, like if you're at home and you're eating it, it's fine. You're in a safe space, but like you don't want to be sharing with friends and like, you know, you don't know their tolerance yeah. and so forth. So I think when it comes to cooking with cannabis, it's um, unfortunately, it's like you do have to practice almost to know the dosages. Like you can obviously calculate and, and do all the math and stuff like that. Um, and I would recommend that so that you know how much each serving contains. Yeah. Um, but it's also a bit of trial and error because I find that different heats will have different or temperatures will have different impacts on food, different types of recipes. Like if you're doing like um, a dissolvable powder versus a butter, right? Oh. Or, you know, even different types of meals or, or food ingredients can impact the flavor and also the experience I find. So it's a lot of trial and error. Um, so it's definitely different than cooking regular food because you can kind of just like do whatever. Exactly. But with cannabis, like you have to be a little bit more precise, especially if you're going to be serving others because you want to make sure that everyone has a great mm -hmm. experience. And how long did it take you until you like sort of got the hang of it in terms of like taste? Because I know people, you know, they're like, I make everybody claims to make edibles. But yeah. I'm like, but do you make edibles that taste good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the key. Yeah. I think before we were talking about like when you have those edibles and it just tastes like weed and you're just oh like, oh my God, Ugh. the worst. That's the yeah. why I stopped eating edibles. Yeah. I was like, I hate this. It doesn't taste good. It hits me so hard. And then I saw your page and I was like, oh my God, I there's promise like you my good edibles food. Taste good. Like yeah. she's telling me the dosage. She's telling me exactly yeah. how I'm going to feel, what yeah. I, what's put, being put into my body. Like yeah. that's so important. Yeah. I think um, the key for me is to use um, a small dosage per unit so what I mean by that is like if you're making a cookie you don't want to like jam pack like you know a whole like a whole block of infused butter into that it's gonna dank and taste like weed right you want to <laughs> almost like split it up so that you can have more cookies but like okay does that make sense so yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. And I would combine like if I for example if a recipe calls for like one cup of uh, butter I would actually use half can of butter and half regular butter oh so you're, okay. you're, you're kind of like masking a little bit um there's also it's very important to use certain herbs and spices as well and other ingredients so like vanilla extract for example maple syrup these very like dominant flavors will help mask some of that weediness that's a word um <laughs> or just using the right if you're making like a salty dish right if i'm gonna make like a let's say spaghetti meatballs for example right and i'm using uh infused olive oil um, I want to make sure I'm using lots of like oregano, maybe a little paprika, red chili flakes to kind mm. of like have those yes. flavors almost overpower the, yes. the wheat taste. Yes. So, And I love that you make dishes that aren't just desserts because I feel like that's so, that's what everybody sees in edibles. It's like a cookie, yeah. it's a brownie, but they don't see pasta. They don't yeah. see, you know, the things you make. I think that's so amazing because it kind of helps destigmatize it because you're seeing normal food, things that actually look appealing. Like it doesn't just look like... 
an edible that like a sixth grader made yeah, or whatever, you yeah. know what I mean? So I think that's really awesome. But in terms of content, even though your content's obviously clean and everything looks super delicious, like your account got taken down. Yeah. So if you guys don't know, her account got up to, was it 10K? It was 10K, yeah. Yeah, 10K in such a short period of time. And of course, Instagram had to take it down. Yeah. So how did you deal with that? And how do you move forward with those um what would you call it? I guess bans. Yeah. So just like give a little bit more context. Like I've been battling constant re-enabling and disabling for like two years now. That's so ridiculous. it happens like every six months, like uh, whatever, like it'll get flagged, gets taken down. I submit a report, I get it back, happens again. So it's just, it's a constant. But then oh recently it's been fully deleted now. Um, no. So they f- sent me like a final email where they were like, we cannot recover you. I even like had a contact at Meta who wasn't able to do anything for me. So, oh my I don't God. know. It, it was just like, they clearly had something against food. So, um, right? Yeah. Delicious food, too. I know. Um, but essentially, like, how to, like, to answer your question is, like, how do I kind of, like, move forward? It's honestly, you just keep pivoting and you just keep creating, right? Like, if they take you down because of X, Y, and Z, okay, next time I'm not going to include this word or I'm going to show emojis instead or I'm going to make sure I edit the caption so that it doesn't have cannabis in it or I'm going to make sure that I don't use this hashtag or like kind of like review your content to make sure you know like it is 100% clean so like it gives no chance for bots to report you mm-hmm. or for um, haters to report you unfortunately a lot of it is haters like mass reporting accounts and taking people down um, and it's actually not always bots um, but moving forward is just honestly like I'd created an, I had a backup account that I started to invest my time into and started to grow that simultaneously so Obviously, you know, I'm it's taking it's going to take time to grow another account, yeah. but I think the most important thing is to have multiple channels and to have your own channel. So, own channel meaning your own website. Um that can't be taken away from me ever. I have um newsletter subscribers that are my own customers, I guess you could say, yeah. and I'll always be able to reach out to them. Um I have my TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest, Twitter. So, making sure I diversify um, how I connect with my community is so important. Um, and I'm planning out, planning to come out with like other things in the future as well, like Discord, Patreon, things like that. So yeah. that's going to be another way that I can make sure that like Instagram can't control exactly like who, like my, my Your brand. community. Yeah, yeah. My brand, right? So I think it's ridiculous how they can kind of just take someone's business away when they've worked so hard and like has had like sacrificed so much to build it to yeah. where it was. Like, oh, they don't give up. That's ridiculous. Like, fuck, yeah. Me just thinking about like one day if Golden Beats were to ever disappear, like, oh my God, like, how yeah. do you even move forward? You're like, all that work. Yeah, you almost got to like pl- preemptively plan that you're going to get taken down yes. and like yes. make sure you have a backup account and that you're telling people to follow that, telling people to subscribe to your website newsletter and your other channels so clearly you've had experience with this do you have any other tips for someone who might be in the cannabis industry that their things keep getting taken down oh so many so many (laughs) tips i um shameless plug but i do have an article on my website at thecannabinista.com that literally gives you all the tips of everything i've documented over time but i'll give you some quick like hot tips yes go check it out you guys if you want to see the full document i'm gonna put the links here um essentially like to just protect there's like there's you're gonna see accounts that actually say cannabis and show cannabis and can get away with it right Mm -hmm. that's always gonna happen but what happens is like you want to make sure you're in a position where you don't give any bots or any haters an opportunity to report your account for anything so even though there are some accounts that can get away with this like the moment that they do get reported or a um like a manual reviewer reads it they can easily get flagged so you just want to kind of like protect yourself and prevent yourself from even getting giving not giving anyone an opportunity to take you down basically so how do you do that so 
I would like refrain from using the word cannabis, THC, CB, all those classic things. Okay. Don't use banned hashtags. Always check the hashtags that you're using beforehand. So you can just type it in. And if it's grayed out or shadowed out, you'll know that it's a, a banned hashtag. Um, never put dollar signs in association with anything related to cannabis because they can flag that. Um, you don't want to be using language that's like suggesting or promoting like directly giveaways are also kind of like messy one time one of my giveaways got taken down even though i was giving away a sweater oh my god tell me about it <laughs> i was like a I sweater and tell me how the one giveaway i didn't incorporate cannabis in yeah. got flagged I was oh like, my god huh yeah i feel you gotta call it some, something else like sh like share away or something i don't know like there's all these That's like hilarious. words nowadays that like you just kind of like for example i say broccoli or like oh, right. i say like herb like you know very like subliminal kind of mm -hmm. words um that would be my main tips and like make sure another one is don't engage in anything related to cannabis sales through dms right you hear about that a lot so what happens is when your account gets flagged let's say it's, it's disabled um they can actually instagram actually has the right to go through your dms and validate that you are in fact legitimate or like you're make sure you're not conducting any business right so you don't oh want to be soliciting God. so if someone messages you and they want to talk about cannabis tell them to go reach out to your email right take it offline mm -hmm. don't talk about um you know any trans wow. transactional in your dms because they are reading it 100 percent. wow you guys hear that instagram yeah. are ops they're your ops watch out yeah that's crazy yeah. wow so you mentioned you have a newsletter yeah so can people people can subscribe to that and you put out weekly recipes or yeah exactly yeah. so every tuesday i send out um you know a couple of my newest cannabis infused recipes i also oh, send out educational awesome. articles that i write myself so things like um you know what is like very basic stuff like what's thc what's cbd things like that but also like how to cook with cannabis how to infuse cannabis coconut oil how to make cannabis body lotion like different That's things awesome. like that i'll share so i love that yeah and you said your account got taken down but you weren't selling anything correct no i'm so no. how how did that correlate? Because um, I see girls out here that have like half a million followers smoking weed. That's literally all they do. And I'm like, how are they not getting taken down? But your recipes are. Yeah, I think I think I know which account you're talking about. But they definitely have <laughs> some. They definitely know someone <laughs> at Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Well, if you notice, oh, wow. like a lot of the like LPs, right? They put out cannabis stuff all the time and they have mm. like so many followers, but they don't get taken down. But like they're obviously paying people. Like it's that's crazy, right? Wow. They have account managers, right? Essentially, what it is Smart. at Meta, right? So these mm -hmm. account managers, I don't know what type of relationship they have with them, but essentially, these account managers are protecting them from getting taken down because there's obviously ad revenue or some kind of kickback that they're getting. Like it's just common sense, right? Like interesting. So, so that's another tip: get your connections. Get your connections. Wow. Yeah, you need connections. Wow. Um, you need a Meta account manager. That's crazy. Like, yeah. That's ridiculous. Oh my god, I'm literally like. This makes so much sense now. Like even out of the cannabis industry, like sometimes I'll see accounts that I'm like, how are you not getting taken down? Like, yeah, like there's so inappropriate. Like, there'll literally be accounts that are like clearly selling hard drugs, like cocaine, right? like a fucking meth, like on Instagram. <laughs> right. And, like we're literally just trying to cook with some some butter. That's just all trying I'm trying to, to do. People. That's all I'm trying to do. They don't want to see us win. That's fine. But that's yeah. why she's here now, you guys. She's back to build her account. You're not going to stop what you're doing because obviously no. you love it, right? So yeah. why would you stop? And I think what you're doing is great. So continue doing it. Now, are you ready? I'm ready. I, I don't know if I'm ready, you guys. Okay, we're going to get into making the infused latte. Ta-da! <laughs> All right, guys. Let's get into it. This is my first time actually making anything that's ever been infused, believe it or not. So Anna's going to be my first uh, chef. Okay, this is super easy. Like... 
this is kind of like my go-to for for every morning pretty much um we're gonna do a cbd infused coffee and essentially what how the infusion is gonna happen is we're just combining the oil with um, almond milk and this is really important that you're using a fat-based ingredient um, because um, cannabis is fat uh, soluble so it means sorry it's lipid so it means that it only binds with fat-based ingredients um, so if you were to just make a black coffee with water like the oil would just float on the top and you mm. it just wouldn't work it would stick to the rim of the glass so interesting you always want to make sure you're using like could be cow's milk could be almond milk oat milk as long as it has fat in it it's going to kind of like emulsify with the oil okay awesome so what you're gonna do um sorry we're using instant coffee normally this would be espresso pod <laughs> but we're limited here um you can just grab a tablespoon of this um instant coffee and put into the cup into oh, that one. Oh, no, 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 oh. no. Oh, guys, see, I'm terrible. I'm already messing up. Into this cup. Into this cup, the drinking this, cup. This glass cup. <laughs> so I'm just going to pour the rest there. No problem. Okay. While we're, sorry, and then what we're going to do is, oh, I'm side. You're going to pour the almond milk into this frother. So, all if, of it? Yeah. Let's do half. Okay. Yeah. So, I could do a little more. You know what? Just do it. This was not a little bit fun on that. <laughs> okay. Um, this frother is great. Okay, and then you're just gonna put a bunch of CBD drops. Um, uh, I would do about 20 drops. That should be should be good. So, do you prefer to cook with CBD or THC? Um, it depends. If it's dinner time, it's definitely gonna be THC because <laughs> I'm gonna be True. chilling at a home. Uh, daytime is gonna be CBD. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Oh no! I said twenty drops. Oh, 20. 20, 20, 20, 20. I thought you said two. I was like, oh. <laughs> doing you're a little bit. Oh, oh, okay. So, so, what do you want to do? So, so. <laughs> She's like, okay, that's twenty now. You want to like tilt it and then kind of tap so that the drops are. Um, oh. You see how it's measured? Like, it's measured. Whereas wow. before, I think you were doing a drop and a half. Yes. So precision is very important. Um, this is a great like beginner and pro <laughs> <laughs> comparison. Um, it's CBD, so it's fine. But like. Uh, if it was THC, obviously, which is like, um, they're both psychoactive, but THC is obviously more intoxicating. Yeah. Um, you want to make sure you're doing even droplets here. Okay. Oops. So that should be good. We should be good there. Um, so this frother is great because it basically um, heats up the milk and it kind of emulsifies everything together. If you don't have this frother, it's fine. You can just like use a whisk, like but this, we oh. just want to be cool. Here. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, or you can use like you know those like, like um, old school blender electric whisks oh, that yes. they have nowadays. Okay. You can use that. Okay, awesome. So I'm just gonna press once and it's gonna start whisking. Nope, it's not whisking. Oh, oh never shoot. mind. Hold on. There we go. Okay. Yeah. So that's probably gonna take about like 30 seconds. Um, while you're waiting for this, you can pour um, half of the half a cup of water into here. Okay. Yeah. While this is frothing, I'm gonna add a little bit of maple syrup as well, just to add some sweetness to it. Do you add the sweetness because you just like sweetener or because it masks the taste? I actually don't use it. I just wanted to make it really tasty for you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh okay. But yes, I love maple syrup is great because it really masks the wheat taste. But this okay. is an isolate oil, so it's not going to have that kind of terpy right. taste. Right, Um. Yeah. Okay. Isolate, for those who don't know, it just means it's not, like not full spectrum, so it doesn't contain the other terpenes in full cannabinoid profile. It's really just CBD. That's it is. Um, and it was like a, a clear oil, so no taste. So we're just gonna wait and it should be done in a bit. You get a nice little frothy foam. 
my god, I'm so excited. So what's your favorite recipe to cook? Um, <laughs> I made this infused chili oil that I Ooh. have, that I use on like wontons, noodles, rice, like uh, eggs, like little I'll put mm. on anything. So it's like kind of like a condiment. So I think that's yeah. like my favorite mm. thing to use. Yeah. That so that's sounds super good. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> This is my first cooking episode. Cooking. I'm so excited. I, I love cooking. to cook, but it's so hard to find people who do what you do yeah. and who want to show face. Oh. It's so hard. When I, that's why when I saw what you were doing, I'm like, I have to have this girl on the podcast one day. Yeah. And here we are, enjoying a nice latte. So how do you find that you feel after this every morning? Um, more lax, I would say. Like, less worried about the tasks of things that I have to achieve for the mm. day and, like, more mellowed out like I, I don't know if you can tell i'm like very type a type of person yes yes so like i'm always trying to like check things off my list like what she next? was early you guys i was like it's <laughs> early she was early i'm like damn she gets shit done that's why like cbd helps me it's just like it just complements my personality type really well it's true um and then especially thc at night it just gets my mind not thinking about the day you know it gives me a chance to regenerate exactly. and like actually relax yes so, and a lot yeah. of people don't get that they think like when you get stoned it's just to like get high and be stupid but some people use it to just kind of ground themselves yeah. just to like recenter yourself yeah. just yeah. you know get everything back to how it's supposed to be, be flowing yeah, yeah exactly like if i'm having a bad day i feel like my energy's off i'm yeah. like let me just get myself together recalibrate <laughs> right yeah, yeah exactly with some bowls and beets you yes. know what's your favorite way to consume mm. That's a hard one. I think I'm about to say a joint. Yeah. Nothing beats a joint. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. I wish like, but I mean, now I've met you. Yes. I didn't like edibles because of the taste and yeah. how hard it hit me. Yeah. Like when I would always get like from the plug, you yeah, know, yeah, or like yeah, those yeah. potent ones that are yeah. like super harsh. Yeah. It just hits me so hard and I don't like how mm. it like suddenly just like. All of a sudden. Makes you yeah. feel like, oh, I don't know what to do now. Yeah. So I'm super excited to try this and like find new ways to incorporate cannabis yeah. without having that feeling, that typical like groggy yeah, lazy yeah, yeah, feeling. Yeah. I definitely don't feel groggy. Like literally. That's amazing. Yeah, we need feel, more people like that. <laughs> yeah, I feel super. I wake up at 6 a.m. So like amazing. I'm good. Like Great. I don't like, I'm not the type of person that like does an edible, passes out till the next day. No, exactly. I'm good. But we need more people like telling, yeah. like, you know, giving out education that you can be that person. Yeah. Like it doesn't make you feel stupid or lazy. No. It's, it's really in your hands. 100%. Quite literally. <laughs> literally. Okay, so it's done frothing now. Nice and foamy. Oh my God. Um, all you're going to do is just pour this into that and, and do you want me to do it? Okay. Ooh. Bit of foam. Oh my god, there's foam. Ooh, that looks good. That looks really good, you guys. Oh my god, I'm so, can I try it? Yes. I hope it tastes good. It's probably really hot. Oh my god, that was so good. I almost okay. didn't realize how hot it was. Is it really hot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost like, turned up for a second. Oh my god, that's so good. I'm glad. I can smell it. It's like maple coffee. Mmm. Oh, it's good. This is giving me like. Christmas, you know, inside my house vibes. It's a bit, it's a I love very it. Small. It's really good. <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing. Thank you so much. No problem. And yeah, you could like totally, you can make that with like THC, oil, CBD, both, right? If exactly. you want a balanced um, drink. So options are endless. And can you find this at, on your newsletter, this recipe? Yes, it's on my website. Um, so awesome. infused coffee, it's all there. Uh, infused lattes, um, tea lattes as well. Um, oh, that's yeah. great. Mm, this is so good. This is so good. You did a good job. Thank you.
Mm-mm. That's amazing. I love it. So have you made edibles or like a dish, I should say, for anybody who's never tried cannabis before? Were you kind of like their first timer? Because mm. I think you would be like a great introduction to cannabis because it's like not too harsh. It's not, it doesn't taste bad, you know? Yeah. Um, no, because I think most of my friends do consume cannabis. <laughs> so there hasn't been a newbie that I can infest with. Yeah, yeah. Babies. Um, but if you know someone, more, I'm more than happy to, to be the first. Uh, Ooh, good to know. You um, know what? It might just be my mom. <laughs> I feel like she she's like super against weed, but I think if it was CBD and yeah. it was also something like this that looks you know enjoyable, yeah. she would be like totally fine with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good to know. You know what? We might have to set that up one day. Yes, for sure. I'm down. I'm down. I love that. And in your recipe book, are there like different kinds of recipes in terms of like breakfast, lunch, dinner, or do you stick to like one kind of niche? Yeah, like on my website, I do a bunch of different recipe so br- literally breakfast lunch dinner um condiments which i talked about uh-huh. earlier infused oh, chili yes, oil yes. butters coconut oil kind of like staples that you want so that you can infuse it with food um desserts obviously um and i kind of like my philosophy for making recipes generally like i want to keep it simple minimal ingredients that are good for you right yeah a lot of the edibles you see in the market today number one ingredient sugar and then like mm-hmm. this other word that you can't pronounce and like uh, <laughs> food coloring, like yeah. just a bunch of crap in it. Um, so what I'm trying to do is like get away from that, right? Like mm-hmm. I want to get down to basics and eat real foods. Like what can I make um, that's really tasty, made with natural, simple ingredients, but you know, you can also get high. So that's true. Yeah. And in your opinion, like in your own personal opinion, do you like to consume CBD or THC more? Oh, that's a good one. Um, they have a different purpose for like, depending on what I'm feeling that day. So like daytime, it will definitely be CBD because I just like, I'm just trying to get stuff done, right? I Mm -hmm. don't want to be distracted or anything like that. Um, Towards the midday end of the night, it will definitely be THC or a combination of THC and CBD together. That really helps me like relax, especially after like working out, having like a stressful long day. Um, So I would say like kind of depends. And getting into this industry, is there anything you learned along the way that you were unaware of before getting into it? Ooh, that's a good one. Right? Um, <laughs> I feel like almost everybody getting into it is like they don't know what they're really getting into because the cannabis industry is tough. Yeah. I would say probably how like it's not very structured. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. chaotic. Yes. Because you would think that it would it would operate like like a consumer packaged goods industry, like a CPG industry, right? But that's it's very really true. not. Um, and it's almost like it's kind of interesting and fun in a way because you can kind of set the pavement for how you want this industry to be because everything is still moving so like you know like there's no established playbook because this industry is so brand new so like you could literally go into something and like make it what you want so it's kind of like fun and exciting i guess in a sense it's like you don't really know how things are going to go but the chaos is also not amazing <laughs> sometimes. yeah tell so me about it it's like pros and cons i would say yeah and if, if, well, no, I'll say when, when the industry changes, do you feel like you're going to grow your brand into something bigger than it is right now? Yeah, for sure. Like I'm always like, uh, you know, I'm, we talked about this earlier, but like diversifying is so important, right? Like what yeah. can I do beyond just recipes? You know, maybe I want to sell my own kitchen equipment. You know, maybe I want to sell my own cannabis infusion device in the future. Yes. There's lots of different things. Um, maybe I'm teaching cooking classes online um, through Zoom. I don't know. Like I'm just listing a bunch of different Would things. you ever open up your own restaurant? Ooh. Like, so, do you want to be a chef or would you be like, no, nah, that's too much work? Um, I want to open up. I've thought about opening up a cafe. Probably not like a I think restaurant. I'm definitely not a chef. But like, <laughs> I think a cafe with like lattes, matcha lattes, 
um, like, you know, banana bread, infused banana bread, infused cookies, um, things like that. That would be amazing. I think so as well. But I feel like the regulations are like. They're not there yet. <laughs> They're no, not there yet. I don't yet. think so. Interesting, because so. like dispensaries, they sell edibles, but you can't do but that. But you can't eat the edible. You technically cannot eat cannabis inside uh, the retail store, I see. right? Um, Interesting. You can do it outside. Once you step outside of their vicinity, you can do whatever you want. Interesting. Yeah. That's that's really weird because we go out to patios, you go everywhere, and they're serving alcohol. So yeah, 100%. why can't we do the same yeah. with CBD? Not even THC, like just CBD. That's all we're asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That would be a huge hit. So honestly, when it changes, I'm going to manifest that when it does change. You're going to do amazing with that, honestly. I can see it already. Yeah, well, let's keep manifesting. (laughs) (laughs) Now, my last question. Are there any plans for your brand in the future that you currently already have in the works? I definitely have a lot of exciting partnerships and things coming up in collaboration. So um, I'll be definitely branching outside of just food. I'll say that. Um, And I kind of touched on a bit earlier, but, you know, I'll be kind of launching my own Discord channel where it's going to be a new way for me to connect even more deeply with my followers. So, you know, um, they can reach out to me about, you know, hey, I'm having troubles with cooking this or infusing this. Like they can reach out to me directly. So kind of creating more of a community outside of Instagram, which I talked about this earlier Um, and kind of just like looking at other ways to um, partner more deeply with like my community and continue to give them more education. So lots of fun things in the work um so definitely i'll keep you posted for sure for sure and before i wrap up this interview is there anything you want to tell my audience about what you got going on or where they can find you okay should i look somewhere yeah right here (laughs) (laughs) okay um so for all my cannabis infused recipes make sure you go to thecannabinista.com um my instagram is cannabinista.co um tiktok i'm cannabinista just type in cannabinista on google and i will come up so that's how you do it okay you google search her she will come up (laughs) thank you so much for coming today and again i love what you're doing keep doing it we need to normalize cbd and thc especially with women owned businesses i love it and i love having you on this podcast thank you so much for coming thanks so much and this was amazing you guys 10 out of 10 i'm not joking 10 out of 10 well, that wraps up our interview with the Cannabinista. Thank you guys so much for watching. Comment, like, subscribe, all that good shit. Word on the streets. It's Bowls and Beats. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I'm sweating. Me too. I was like, on the camera, it's going to show. And you're drinking a hot drink too. Yeah.